Hi, this is Eric Larson. Hey, I'm Jackson Lansing. And I'm Colin Kelly. This is Roy Thomas. This is Mike Perkins. Hi, this is Scott Koblish. This is Alana Smith. God bless America, because this is DG Chichester, and you are listening to the Captain America Comic Book Fans Podcast. Happy anniversary, Cap fans. Welcome to a very special Captain America comic book fans podcast episode. We are celebrating our three-year anniversary, and this is episode 167. I'm your host, Rick Verbonis, and as always, I am joined by, some would say, the best gosh darn co-host out there. For three years straight, that is. And that's one Mr. Bob Lucius. Oh, Bob. Bob, we could talk all night, but that ain't getting us nowhere. I told you everything I possibly can. There's nothing left inside of here. I poured it on and I poured it out. And all I can do is keep on telling you. Now, don't be sad. Because two out of three ain't bad. Rick, have you made me? Uh, have you made me a, a a dinner for our anniversary? Are you perhaps serving a little meatloaf? <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Uh, yeah, I, I I I wanted to greet you with something that tied in with with the uh, with three, obviously, right? Because we're uh-huh. celebrating three yeah. year anniversary, uh, and I thought this was apropos because you know we do we do tend to talk all night, and uh, quite frankly, looking back at uh, the last three years of episodes. Um, I'm going to go with a, a batting average of two out of three. Ain't bad. That ain't bad. That ain't bad. Right? Yeah. yeah. We got three yeah. years, maybe two good ones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got, I got to be honest with you, Rick. When you, when you started tonight, uh-huh. my, my eyes were closed. Uh-huh. Uh, and I, I recalled something my wife, my wife told me uh, a couple weeks ago after, after, after the wives episode, or a few, yeah. a few mm-hmm. weeks ago. And she said, you know, that Rick, he really has a smooth voice. <laughs> oh, God. And I was like, I know, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, so I, you. I closed right, thanks, my Casey. eyes for the intro, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> uh, well, I'll have to tell Casey the checks in the mail. Yeah, smooth yeah. operator. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, Bob, are you excited? I'm excited. It's hard to believe it's been three years. Three years. I know. Where does the time go? Indeed. Right? I, yeah. December of 2020. Uh, so I don't, yeah, again, we don't know when people listen to this. We, one thing we have learned, all, all our episodes are evergreen. So people could just pick and listen to any one of them at any particular time. And they tend yep. to do that. Yeah. Uh, what, you know, what grabs them. And then we do have our regulars who are like, well, you know, it's, it's, it's new comic day. It's Wednesday. It's time to listen to Rick and Bob uh, talk about some sort of Captain America comic book. Uh, and, and so I, I do have to point out it is December, 2023 yeah. and, uh, yeah, it's been three years. It has. And, um, it, so much has happened in three years, Rick. Right? Yeah, I, know. I mean, I mean, you think about it like personally, of course, professionally, of course, but also in the mm-hmm. world of, of Captain America. I mean, there's been a lot, that's a lot of water under the bridge. So indeed, it's indeed. Been- so what are we going to talk about today? Well, we have a theme. Uh, now, last year you came up with a really good theme, uh, which was the uh, dream Captain America gift. If you could have any any Captain America gift, dream Captain America gift, what would it be? 
this year, um, I, I I think I went with the idea of of which cap creator would you invite over to your house for the holidays? Now, this is this is the course of any any cap creator over the course of eighty years, uh, you know, so living uh, or not, and then also, what would you serve them? Because uh, you know, as a host, you gotta you gotta come up with something, right? And so uh, we, there was a two part question there, and we've had several listeners chime in with some very interesting guests, not to mention unique dishes they plan to serve. So we're gonna get to those throughout the show. I'm excited to hear what folks have come up with. I'm almost as excited to hear about what they're going to serve them. Uh, yeah, right? it is fun. I, I yeah. you haven't heard any of these, so I haven't. No. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I've, uh, I've, I've, I've got them all planned out. So we'll all we'll right. sprinkle them in. All right. uh, we're also going to take a look back at our favorite episodes and favorite interviews for 2023. So you and I will, uh, I guess you know, pick, pick the ones that we, we enjoyed the most for whatever reason. Um, then as we have done the last couple of years, Bob and I will exchange gifts on air and, uh, it will be uh, a bit of a surprise there mm. as well. So that'll be fun. Uh, also like last year, we're going to, um, I, I'm going to present my surprise Bob Lucius top five list. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it, uh, it, you know, another, it's a surprise for Bob. So he doesn't know about this, yeah. uh, but uh, it seemed to, to get some favorable reaction last year. Yeah. I, I hope, I hope number one on that surprise, I'm looking at, you know, Rick all, is always kind enough. He, he's a hard worker. He puts so much effort into this show, folks. You have no idea. And he always writes up an outline and sends me the outline and questions so that I don't, you know, step on my own crank. Um, is that a thing? Step on a crank? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You don't know what the crank is, right? I have well, no you're idea. probably not dealing with a length issue. But for those of us who do, it's <laughs> quite, quite possible to step on your own crank. So, <laughs> so let's just, but my Christmas, I hope that on the top top of that list is uh -huh. spell my name right. Uh, sometimes I do. <laughs> but the best the, the thing uh, is we're in a uh, we're in a audio podcast i just have to say it right <laughs> the rest doesn't matter yeah well i had a, i had an experience today i got an invoice for something i i, I got for work and they uh -huh. spelled it the spell check always kicks in and it came in like it always does robert luscious mm. so i have you know i gotta call the call the woman and patiently explain to her that I, while i appreciate the compliment <laughs> could, could you change it to my name on the invoice and so uh -huh. of course you know because she gets all embarrassed and stuff that's just like a routine thing but uh well see no one ever misspells my last name because the there's no one? spell check no last name because there, yeah. no, there's no spell check that's really close to it but yeah. but uh oh oh they mispronounce it all the time oh that's they? for sure oh What's, gosh, what are yeah. some of the ones you've heard uh verb well, verbanus, verbanus. Is, okay. is common. Verbanus, uh, ver, uh, you know, uh, verbanus. Ver, verbanus. That's what that's yeah, a good one. That would be yeah, a good one. Ver, yeah. You know, verbananas. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's. I get it all. Uh, and, I thought and, you were going to say people don't mess up your last name, but they mispronounce your first name. Oh, oh, oh! Is that a play on my name, Rick? Rick. Uh huh. Rick. I don't know. Yeah, it could be. 
Okay. Could be. But they mess up mine all the time. I, I didn't that know if you're going to like change was, out the R for something I, else. I would never do that. Okay. People get my name. My first name spelled wrong all the time, but they usually get it in reverse order. Oh, that's good. That's, that's, that's helpful. <laughs> so, so listeners, uh, in case you didn't quite understand that. So Bob spelled backwards is still dorky. <laughs> all right also to in this in this episode today we're going to revisit the 2023 show bucket list that we talked about a year ago and see how much we checked off i got a hint for you bob not mm, much yeah not much uh so we're gonna have to create a new topic bucket list for 2024 speaking of 2024 we will also announce our next guests which are very exciting mm -hmm. and what our long tail story will be to kick off the year plus a new occasional format for the show and i don't think i've talked about this with you bob i'm exciting it's and, exciting and uh some other cool plans in store right. and there may even be a special villain that calls in at the end what I know. That sounds so. It's a jam-packed episode, yeah. Bob. Uh, I hope uh, I hope ever, all the listeners have fun. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And speaking of listeners, why don't we get to get to our first caller who wants to talk about which Captain America creator they would bring over uh, to for the holidays and what they would serve. Hi, Rick and Bob. Mark Dolmeyer here. Happy anniversary to you guys. Hopefully many more to come. If I were to have a cap creator over for the holidays, it would be John Byrne, and I would serve him chicken and wild rice soup, a staple that my family has over the holidays. And we'd have the wild rice from right here in Minnesota, just south of Canada, where John is originally from. It would be warm and filling, just like his work on Captain America. I like that, Mark. <laughs> Nicely done. Warm and filling, it just does. like his work on Captain America. Wow. I, I like that. I I've like never that. even thought of rice that way. But now I'm not going to ever not think about it that way. Oh, okay. Yeah. And John well, Byrne. Yes. For that uh, so. How do you think of rice, Bob? Well, it's for me, it's always just a side. But he he made it sound so, Mark made it sound so appealing. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay. Well, listen, yeah. John Byrne, you can't go wrong with that. Um, I would love to have John Byrne as a guest on the show. Uh, and I would also love to get a John Byrne commission uh, of him doing Captain America, but he's not doing commissions. It hasn't for a few years now, yeah. but, but yeah, I think that'd be a great one to have over uh, sure. during the holidays. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I, um, you're right. You can't go wrong with John Byrne and you can't go wrong with chicken and wild rice. So I, uh, you know what? We did get something close to John Byrne on the show back in episode eight, which is like almost three years ago. Uh, we had his inker, Joe Rubenstein, on the show, uh, and he talked about 
what was like to work with John Byrne on mm-hmm. Captain America and uh, also some of the, 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 the missing issue that, uh, right. that they, yeah. they worked on. Yeah. Uh, he had some really cool, interesting stories. Joe was a hoot. Yes. Yes. Um, great stories as always. Uh, and you know, a little bit of the personalities are always interesting to hear about because, you know, it's the personalities I think in the industry that make it interesting, uh, for better or worse. Yep. Well, we got a, a, another, uh, another person called in and, uh, this one, we're, we're getting a call from Steve Rogers. Not that Steve. Rogers. Oh, okay. This is Steve Rogers from San Antonio, not just a kid from Brooklyn. Thinking over which Captain America comics creator I would invite for the holidays, I'm thinking about how there have been so many great storytellers, so many great artists, so many great writers, so many great scripters, but so few that can do all of the above well. In my opinion, one of the best that worked on Cap was John Byrne. Whenever he took over a title at Marvel or DC, I always enjoyed the fresh take he brought to the book. What would we serve? Well, in Texas, the four basic food groups are steak, chicken fried steak, Mexican food, and barbecue with pecan pie and bluebell ice cream for dessert. So it would have to be all of the above. (laughs) That sounds like a feast. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, Have you ever been to a Texan uh, uh, holiday spread, Rick? Not a holiday spread. I mean, I've been to Texas uh, a few times and, you know, for business and mm-hmm. I've had, uh, you know, some, some good eats out there, but yeah. I, I actually thought he was going to go into like a, uh, uh, a Forrest Gump thing. He was like steak, chicken fried steak. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to go down a million no. different types of steaks. You're right. Yeah. Oh, that would have been good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah they yeah. got some real belly busters down there in, in Texas. So. Indeed. Well, John everything's Byrne, everything's big down there. Everything's big. Yeah. John yeah. Byrne would be a well, well treated down there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So speaking of John Byrne, um, we did have uh, earlier this year, uh, we did do a couple of John Byrne issues in, in uh, we covered them panel by panel and specifically it was Captain America 253 and 254. Do you remember those, Bob? Well, how could I not, Rick? All right. <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember what was the, what those issues covered? Um, was it uh, Baron Blood? Yes, yes. Blah 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 blah. Yes, it was Baron Blood. Yeah, those are the infamous uh, issues where I had to do eighteen different dialects. Of oh a British yes, voice. that was yeah. awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah, that was episode 119, if anybody wants to check that out. So let's get into that. Let's talk about our favorite episodes now, uh, which is different from favorite interviews of the past year, right? Uh, Favorite episodes. So this would be anything that wasn't um, an interview or -hmm. or maybe it wasn't even one, uh, you know, because maybe it wasn't even one of our specials, right? Because I got to tell you, one of my, I think the, the episode I worked the hardest on uh, was the Captain America fantasy draft. Uh, that one I, I think yeah. I put the most time into, um, and but that was all pure fun. I mean, yeah. I was just, you know, I absolutely enjoyed that. And uh, it was great going back and forth doing the draft with you. So, but, so that can't count that one. So uh, I'm going to go 
with episode 132, and that's when we covered Captain America 270. And uh, if uh, anybody remembers that, 270 is during the DeMatteis and, and Mike Zach, John Beatty run. And uh, this is when uh, Arnie Roth, Steve's childhood friend, comes back into his life and they and they reunite. And uh, so it was only one issue. But, Bob, it had over two hour running time. <laughs> and. Uh, if if you if you like the episodes where we just go on a lot of tangents and just have side stories and just laugh our butts off, uh, that is definitely one of them. And I, I think I had so much fun just chatting with you that night uh, that that definitely goes back as is one of my favorites. Uh, and plus, uh, if you you stick around uh, after the credits, uh, it's uh it's it's my my fluffy dog joke oh that's that's a fluffy dog <laughs> <laughs> who can ever forget once they've heard it you can't forget the fluffy dog joke yeah yeah uh, i'm waiting think... for my next big presentation in front of a very large audience you know like uh -huh. an auditorium size audience okay I can, I can pull that one out oh <laughs> so. you might want to save that for the very end <laughs> don't open with that don't open <laughs> Uh, how about you, Bob? Over the last year, what was your favorite episode that we did? You know, Rick, there, there, we, we did so many great stories, right? I mean, in addition to Castaway uh, in Dimension Z, you know, we did lots of great stories from the 60s. We did Tales of Suspense. We did we stories from the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, 90s, you know, modern stories. We even did the Ghost Army, um, um, mm -hmm. you know, um, graphic novel. And I mean, so many great things. But I got to tell you, I'm going with uh, episode 138, which was the Taco Bell collector's edition episode. And I know people are probably <laughs> like shaking their heads. Now, if you don't remember, it was, a, it was like a 12 page issue written by Joe Caramanga with art uh, by uh, Scott Koblish. And it was a, it was a giveaway 2009, uh, given away in a kid's meal at Taco Bell. Run for the border. Run for the border. Right. And so, you know, just just a throwaway cap mag, but I got to tell you, I, I got, I, I got a soft spot, a spot in my heart for those quirky books. So the, mm -hmm. the one shots, the, the mini series, the ones that are outside of the mainstream of the Captain America mythos that, that we're all familiar with, you know, the, 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 the main volumes, right. The, I, I love those books. Mm -hmm. There's so many interesting and uh, well-written, well, you know, now, this is, like I said, a 12-page book written for kids, um, but it's the idea that really appeals to me. And I, and I love the fact that we dove into that and we informed readers about something that they may have never even been aware of before. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really fun. And, and I think that's a, a real great service, uh, you know, if we can call it that, that we provide to, uh, to a lot of our listeners is that they hear about things that maybe they weren't aware of. And then they go out and, you know, they look for it and it's something for them to, to find and to have and to read and to enjoy. Uh, and I think there's a lot of great stuff like that out there. And I'm always excited when I stumble upon it or, or someone else tells me about it. So I, really, I felt really good, as silly as that little book is, uh, about sharing that with the readers. And so that's that's my favorite one. Uh, I enjoyed it because uh, I think that's the where you you told us a story about 
It is the Lord's chips. <laughs> that's right. That's the that's that was the episode. Yes, one of my favorite movies, Nacho Libre. Yeah, never gets old. Uh, so how about we we take a look back now at our favorite interviews from 2023, and and I'm going to kind of roll through them, Bob, just to right. refresh your memory, because I know how you sometimes forget. I do. I am very forgetful. All right. Uh, so we started off the year with Eric Larson. And so he came on, he chatted about the reason he wanted to do Captain America, the end, uh, that one shot. And uh, he talked about his love for Jack Kirby and meeting him. Uh, he talked about his impressive Kirby original art collection. Uh, a lot of, we got into some other stuff too, like his philosophy on drawing splash pages, his uh, creating Savage Dragon, co-founding Image Comics. Uh, and then he got into his own philosophy on the future of Marvel and DC comics. So interesting, interesting interview. Um, then we had Jackson Lansing and Colin Kelly return to the to the show. Uh, they came on to discuss the Sentinel of Liberty series and and also kind of give us a preview of the big Cold War crossover. Uh, then we had Roy Thomas. Now, uh, for those who don't know who he is. He's he's a 2011 Eisner Hall of Fame winner, uh, and he joined the, the the show to to talk about his stories about his time with Stan Lee uh, when he was uh, he was a writer, he was editor, he was Marvel's editor in chief. Um, he talked about launching the Invaders and the What If series. Um, it, it really fascinating conversation with uh, a true legend in the community. Um, Talking about returning guests, Mike Perkins returned to the show to discuss his three years on the Captain America series with Ed Brubaker, uh, and he he did share the hardest part of that job, um, and he he shared his favorite Cap writers and artists. So that was always a fun conversation with Mike. Uh, also returning, uh, Catherine Schuler Grunwald, Mark Grunwald's wife, and Jason Olson, who is the uh, the writer of Mark Grunewald and the Star-Spangled Sim Symbolism of Captain America, 1985 to 1995. The two of them came on to, um, you know, to celebrate Mark's crew, uh, career because we had just finished the the bracket uh, of, of Cap Madness uh, in April and grew one favorite Captain America writer. So it was a, a very uh, sentimental uh, look back at, at Grew with, um, with those two. Uh, and then ta speaking of Taco Bell, we did have the artist, Scott Koblish, uh, on the show. He shared stories about um, how he made it into the Goodness Book of World Records uh, yeah, as an artist. And then he kind of took us through his the, the, the Mark Wade and Ron Garney cap series. Um, and then what was his reaction to being replaced by Rob Liefeld? Uh, so that was that was an interesting uh, conversation. Then um, D.G. Chichester came on, uh, writer, uh, and he discussed his Blood and Glory Punisher Captain America miniseries, uh, as well as some other Cap comics, and talked about digital comics of the 90s and why they disappeared. Uh, after that, we had Alana Smith, she, uh, the editor of, of the Cap books. Um, she discussed, and she she also returned, uh, and and uh, she discussed the decision to end the, the recent two cap series, and what was the future uh, for Sam Wilson, 
why J. Michael Straczynski came back to Marvel for Captain America. Uh, really uh, good conversation. Then we had Stephanie Phillips on the show. She chatted uh, about her Cap Wolf and Halle Commandos miniseries. And then most recently, we had Alan Gratz and Brent Schoonover, um, the, the writer and artist for Captain America Ghost Army. So we had some really good guests this year, Bob. Yeah, we sure did. I mean, when, when you look back at that slate, um, it, there's some really great gems in there. Um, definitely ones that folks want to go back if they, if they haven't listened to them and listen to them because, uh, you know, you just sort of skim the treetops. Um, but there's, there's a lot of gold, uh, dug up in, in those conversations and, and things you, you're not going to hear anywhere else. Uh, cause you know, quite frankly, we ask questions that other people don't ask. Um, so, and people have said that before, so they enjoy yeah. coming on here because, you know, we sort of ask some, some, some questions that they, they haven't encountered before. And that always elicits some great conversations. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't think we've had, uh, a dud out there. Um, you know, it was a good year. So. Of all those, Rick, well, I mean, what what was your favorite? Any any that stood out as uh, you know supreme? You know, Bob, I I think I said this last year, and it it reminds me of like Jerry Seinfeld. You know, he he talks about whenever he gets asked the question, "What was your favorite Jerry Seinfeld episode?" and he says, "You know, I can't pick one. They were all my babies." And um, so it was really difficult to do, but perhaps maybe the one that I was most, I guess, emotionally touched was the was the looking back on on mark grunewald with with his wife uh catherine and uh and jason olson the writer uh who wrote the book about him um it was really it was really nice um talking with two of them uh, and and about mark grunewald and kind of going through his career and and uh some really good insights from them and then also it was really cool is that uh because we you know we did that that cap madness you know your favorite writer and we, we had 32 captain america writers right and and we went down from 32 to 16 to 8 to 4 to 2 to 1 and um other cap writers that were part of that actually you know they they sent their messages in um about you know their thoughts on on mark grunwald so it was really cool to to, to to have those as well so i don't know I, I i would say just for emotional purpose that was probably you know my favorite yeah no i like that i think that makes sense you know and it, it's i mean it was obvious you know that that catherine and and jason have a real connection too and and you could see that come out in in that interview as well that those two uh, you know, have bonded over over the work that he's done and the research and the writing that he's done about Gru, and uh, they have developed a relationship out of that, and th that's heartwarming as well. So, yep, yeah. And in fact, uh, we have uh, another one of our patrons uh, left us a message that maybe ties in with that. Hey, Rick and Bob, happy three year anniversary! I I'm so glad you guys do this show. It's a highlight of my week each week. Um, as for the question, I would like to invite Mark Gruenwald, partly because, you know, I love him so much as a creator, but also because uh, he unfortunately, you know, died during kind of a hectic time at Marvel. And I would just love for him to be able to see how much Marvel has been able to grow since then and where things have gone. Uh, as for what I would serve, I would probably serve my Philly cheesesteak just because I love that recipe and I'm pretty proud of it. 
who wouldn't want to have Gru over for the holidays, right? I right. mean, the stories you could probably hear, yeah. the, the the stuff that that man has seen, you know, especially as his role as as editor and how every, oh gosh, he touched so many different people uh, within Marvel, you know, from the creators to the staff uh, and mm -hmm. so on. Yeah, I, I mean, you could just sit back and just hear, you know, listen all night to that guy. Right. The story is uh, unwritten you know? Yeah. And hear what those might've been as well. So yeah, it would be a really fascinating conversation. How about you, Bob? Uh, looking back over this past year, do you, yeah. do you have a, a favorite interview? I do Rick. And again, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a sentimental, I'm a softy, uh, but I'm also, uh, you may, may surprise you. I'm also endlessly optimistic and hopeful. Mm. And so I, I loved the episode with Alana Smith, episode 147, just, just as I loved the first one with her. And for the same reason that I really loved, I think it was episode 35 with Tom Bravewort. Uh, and, and here's why. Um, Alana's what? She's probably early 30s, right? She graduated from SUNY in, uh, in 2012. Uh, she's now, you know, the editor of several books, uh, including, you know, was Captain America: Sentinel of Liberty, Captain America: Symbol of Truth, uh, Stephanie Phillips's miniseries uh, with uh, Cap and the Howling Commandos, uh, Scarlet Witch, um, one of the Infinity Lines. You know, she she's, and now of course the Straczynski volume, right? So she she's she's in the trenches with Cap. But here's the thing, I know, like you, uh, you see as I do time and time again on Facebook about how comics today aren't as good, right? Yeah, the writers aren't right. as good. The artists aren't as good. They're just crap. They're not like the old ones back in the day. And people just bellyache and bellyache and bellyache. Mm -hmm. and, but when, I, you know, I don't share that view, quite honestly, but when we get a chance to sit and talk for an hour, hour and a half with someone like Alana Smith, who again is in the trenches. She's, she's doing the work and you mm -hmm. see the love of the material, the love of the character, the passion for the genre. Uh, like I know it's in good hands. Uh, and, and that makes me feel warm and fuzzy inside that like, there's a future for comics. There's a future for these titles, for these characters and, and they're being well stewarded. And that means a lot to me. You know, uh, because I love Captain America and I want Cap to be in good hands. And I feel like he is. And so that that episode, just like our previous talk with her and our talk with Tom Brevoort, leaves me at the end of the conversation feeling like, OK, yeah, I don't care what anyone else says. I think it's moving in the right direction and we're doing the right thing. And we're going to have some great stories with some great art coming out of Marvel in the years ahead. Well said, Bob. Yeah. And for uh, all the people out there who disagree with you uh, right now, uh, get off my lawn. Uh, you're, That's it. You cranky old guys. You cranky old guys. Yeah. yeah. No, no. Yeah. Listen, uh, you know, we're we're fans of the character. And, you know, we've been through a lot of listen. We've been through a lot of bad stories out there, too. Sure. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. we 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 we. You know, we're, we, and the Facebook, we have a no negative policy, right? It's a, it's an oasis on social media. Mm -hmm. And so we, we don't get into what we don't like. Uh, yeah. The podcast is different. We, we certainly could do that, <laughs> but, yeah, right. um, and, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, but yeah. th we certainly have gone through a, our share of, of bad stories. Uh, and, and I agree with you. I think, I think Cap, is in good hands with Alana Smith. I think she, she gets the character and, 
and she's she's pulled in really good creative talent um yeah. you know since she's been here so um i agree with you you know good things ahead yeah good things ahead all right Bob, we have another uh patron who's who has called in and left a message on which cap creator they would bring over for the holidays hey rick and bob this is josh um if I could have any of the Captain America creators on my house, it would be Ed Brubaker and Steve Epting. And I would serve them the traditional Christmas feast of ham, stuffing, mashed potatoes, green bean casserole, all that stuff. And I would serve that to serve that to them because in my opinion, they're the best and that they deserve the best Christmas meal ever. Thank you for all you do. Bye. Well, all right. All right, Joshua. All right. Thank you, Josh. We appreciate when you call in. I, I got to say, uh, you know, I, I do think he cheated a little bit there, right? He picked two. He did. He did. He did, he did. you know, Ed yeah. Baker and Steve Epting. Yeah. Uh, which go hand in hand, you yeah. know, during volume five. Uh, you know, Steve was uh, the main artist, you know, on, on there, you know, with some others like, like Mike Perkins. But uh, yeah, who wouldn't want to have the two of them on? They don't do interviews, right? Yeah. So it's it's it would be very challenging to to talk to them. But you know, you get them over, you fill them up with some good good Southern food, like yeah, get some like mulled Josh. wine in them. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. And in fact, uh, somebody on Facebook, uh, his name is uh, Louis Rosado. He uh, he said Ed Brubaker, and he gets whatever the hell he wants. <laughs> sure I love sure it. Yeah. yeah so uh speaking of of fellow cap fans and collectors uh in 2023 we did kick off some new themed shows and so we kicked off a little something i like to call nightcaps and uh this is a, a series for our super soldier patrons um you know the ones who 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 do uh, support the show at, at a certain super soldier level. And so they get to come on the, on the show once a year and they get to pick the topic. And so we kicked that off with nightcaps and uh, you know, you don't have to, whatever, whatever drink of choice that you want. Uh, so we kind of talk a little bit about that and then we get into whatever, whatever they want to get into. And so we had, uh, we had three so far in 2023 and we, we certainly have more coming. Um, but, uh, Capman was the, was the first one uh, who, who came on, uh, and Chris, uh, he's from the Facebook group and he came on to discuss how Steve Rogers, uh, growing up in the great depression may have influenced him in today's time. And, and then he cited several Cap comics as reference. So for history buffs out there, that was a, that was an interesting. Oh, I love that. I love that. I could have, I could have kept talking for hours with Capman that night, Rick. Uh, I saw your eyes starting to glaze over as we were approaching like the midnight hour uh, or whatever, but, uh, but it was a fascinating conversation and, and clearly Catman knew what he was talking about. He, he put a lot of effort and in, in research into that, uh, into that night. Uh, indeed he did. And then uh, another one that had an interesting topic was Matthew Glover. Uh, he, he brought to the, to the show a top 10 list. And uh, this one was, Captain America's from various multiverses. So that was cool. Uh, you know, we, we talked about, you know, 10 different 
versions of Captain America throughout uh, the different multiverses. So uh, I had a lot of fun with that one. That was fun too. And he had a re- such an interesting backstory as well. And uh, his, 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 the things that he does, the talks he gives at conventions. I mean, a lot of stuff in there, you know, obviously cap related stuff, but it's always fascinating for me anyway to, to and I'm sure it is for you, Rick too, because these are interesting people with just interesting stories about themselves that we get to hear. And that's always fun. Yeah. And that, that's always a, a plus of having, having a uh, fellow cap fans on the show uh another one for nightcap series was james foley so he he came on uh always lots of laughs when he's with us and um he discussed how he became a cap fan and then uh how what it was like trying to still collect comics while he was serving on a submarine so uh that was a fun story in fact yeah uh james actually he also called in uh to talk about who he would invite over for the holidays Jack Kirby would be my first choice for a guest. To be able to discuss exactly what he and Joe were thinking when they created Captain America, and to juxtapose that with him and Stan bringing him back in the 60s. To go through the days of the quirky quartet and the ideas that they had for those stories. Also, just be able to talk to the man about being the man. To discuss the fact that he saw such history, the battles he fought, the true villainy that he saw. Did he feel, as many have said, that Ben Grimm was him put on paper? And just to be able to let him tell whatever stories that he would want to tell, that would make for a wonderful holiday season. All right. Yeah. Very nice, James. Apparently, apparently he's not going to serve him anything. <laughs> yeah, that cuts half the time. Half the time is, is taken up with chewing. Yeah, it's so, true. Yeah, maybe he has people. a stogie for him or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. just lick, liquor him up and give him the cigar and let him go. Yeah, yeah, that'd be so cool. Uh, I will say, uh, Jack Kirby was was somebody who was on my list. Now, now I can't do it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Thanks for taking that one, James. James. Uh, but no, I totally, I totally agree. It would be so cool to have him on and 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 talk about, uh, you know, part of uh, co creating it. Uh, Captain America with Joe Simon uh, and and so on. Yeah. Such a storied uh, life. And uh, like you need more than a day uh, to even begin to, to plumb any of it. Indeed. Uh, you know, talking about cap fans, we uh, started another cap fan themed uh, show uh, that uh, I, I like to call art captivated. And uh, this is where we bring on guests, Cap fans, uh, to talk about their Captain America art collection. So this could be sketches, commissions, or it could be original art. Uh, but there seems to be enough in our Facebook group and enough uh, interest uh, that you know people want to talk about collecting Cap art. So uh, Art Captivated was something we kicked off with my nemesis, Alberto Gonzalez. Uh, and I, I say my nemesis with uh, all, you know, true love and everything. Uh, I, I, you know, Alberto and I, we're, we're very, very friendly and we talk, you know, several, several times a week. Uh, but uh, he uh, he came on. He he started collecting comics in Spain uh, where oh, he grew up in yeah. the 1980s. And uh, and they talked to, you know, the differences between commissions and, and published art. Uh, we asked him. Who was his personal cap artist, Mount Rushmore? Uh, 
and uh, we got through that. Um, we also talked about who who, uh, who draws the best Sharon Carter, mm. and uh, so that was anyway. It was a, it was a good conversation, and uh, we we have I've got somebody else uh, lined up for for our next art captivated, which we'll get to uh, sometime in early twenty twenty four. Interesting. Okay. Oh, you've got some you've got some pins out there. I do. Nice. In fact, uh Alberto also called in um and he he wanted to talk about who he would have over for the holidays. Hey, Captain America comic book fans, happy holidays. My name is Alberto and I love the podcast. If I were to have a cap creator over for the holidays, I would definitely love to have Mike Zek over. He's always been one of the great artists uh, on Cap, and I've also heard he's a great guy uh, to hang out with. So he'd definitely be one of my favorite artists to have over and get a chance to talk to him about not just everything Cap, but also Secret Wars, Punisher, Craver's Last Hunt, and some of the other great works that he's done over the years. Uh, I know he spent a lot of time in the Philippines, and I happen to love Filipino food as well. So making um, a Filipino feast and some nice red wine uh, with it, I think would be a great uh, holiday meal and especially with someone like Mike Zach. So happy holidays and thank you for letting me send this message. Well, thank you, Alberto. We appreciate you calling in. And I, again, am so annoyed with you because <laughs> once again, you swiped me and you took Mike Zach. Yeah. And he's going to make him a nice Filipino feast with some red wine, dude. I can't compete with that. You can't compete with a nice Filipino feast. I mean, that's good food. Yeah. So. Yeah. Were you ever in the Philippines? Uh, just to visit, you know. But okay. I had a, a, you know, I was in Indonesia next door, right? And a good friend of mine and his wife uh, were based in the Philippines. So, yeah. Yeah, of... Mike's uh, semi-retired over there. Uh, has been for a little while now. Uh, again, someone else would love to have on the show. Yeah. But uh, one of these days. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Maybe we just have to go to the Manila. Uh, maybe road trip. Road trip. <laughs> <laughs> Podcast from Manila. That's right. The Thriller in Manila. Number two. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> wow. Did you just do a sports reference? I did. Did you like that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, also, so we, we talked about. Uh, episodes we talked about interviews uh there were some really cool specials that we did uh, last year as well we did a couple top 10 lists uh in february right around valentine's day we did top 10 captain america love interests mm -hmm. uh we got a lot of votes for that in uh facebook poll and yeah. then we we went through and gave our top 10 list uh and then we did something that i had been wanting to do for a while and that was top 10 one and done cap villains. So these were these were uh, villains that made an appearance. Now, it could have been multiple issues, but that was it. Mm -hmm. Like they weren't to be seen again. And so that was that was a, that took a lot of research. It surely did. Yeah. Just more just than the one. Yeah. Just the ones like you you think you're like, oh, I never saw them again. And then you look it up and like, no, nope, they were in Power Man and Iron Fist for three issues. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Just crazy, crazy, like characters that are like, nah, they never use that, that dude again. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> uh, I also mentioned one of my favorites was, was the Captain America fantasy draft. And yeah. we had such a good time on that. We've decided we're going to do it again in April. 
Right. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was a lot of fun. I loved, uh, <clears throat> like my favorite was, was the, uh, you shared a picture of yourself sitting on the beach prepping doing research. Yes. And I was like, Oh, I love that. I love the fact that like, you know, you, you were so into it and so excited about it. And you got me excited about it. Cause I'd never done a fantasy football thing in my life. And yeah. It really I, showed yeah, perhaps, perhaps. Uh, but I was proud of like the story. I never really, you know, I, I've been reading comics for, you know, years and years and years, but it never occurred to me, never like to like to try to like plot out a story in my head. And so I, I enjoyed that challenge quite a bit actually. And, and I think it'd be fun to do it again. And, and, uh, and we talked about some ways to mix it up a little bit and get some other folks involved in it. And I, I, and I think, it, yeah, I think it's going to be a fun to do it again. Yeah. You know what else was really super cool and surprising that came out of that episode, Bob, was that one of our, our listeners uh, and member of the Facebook group, Rory Hensley, he drew covers to our imaginary stories. Yeah, that was cool. I still, I have, I have the one that he drew for my story up with all my statues. Uh, uh, Avenger it, versus soldier versus spy. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's awesome. I mean, I'm so touched that like you went to that effort to, to do I that. I know. First. I know. So cool. And, uh, and then he did, he, for mine, uh, he had basically uh, Sharon Carter walking away from a surprised cap as Bernie and, and, uh, and Rachel were behind him. And then you see the shadows of, of Dr. Faustus and Viper, you know, and he, yeah. and he put, put it on a, on a cap comic that had, you know, the, the, the letters across, you know, Captain America and then the little icon, the 20 cents Marvel comics group, you know, proved by comics. I mean, just, you know, it was, it was so cool. And, and that, uh, I don't, I don't think we, we could thank Rory enough for that. No. Yeah. Yeah, love it. I love that work. I've got a little frame for it, put it up there because it, it means a lot to me. Yep. Uh, and then the the last special that we did um, in 2023 was the interview with the wives. And uh, that was due to listener demand, right? We put a mm -hmm. poll out there and uh, was it like 70 some percent said, yes, bring the wives on. We want to hear from them. And that was fun. That was, that was a good time. It was great um, to, to, to get to meet your better half and talk to her and hear a little bit about you um, behind, <laughs> the, behind uh, you know, the celebrity persona. Uh -huh. And uh, so, yeah, it was in, in uh, some, some questions too, that were, had me squirming in my seat a little bit. So. Yeah, I, indeed. And uh, I got to say, uh, learning a little bit about you and your purchasing uh, in twos, uh was was i can't help it <laughs> that was uh fascinating yeah um uh also just looking back at 2023 you know another thing we did uh we we created a new variant of the what would cap do challenge coin and so uh that was something i think uh you really pushed for and uh we went with the the red uh, so we do have that one out there, which, so for any of our, our new patrons, uh, you know, sign up, uh, to support the show and we're gonna, you know, send you a, a, what would cap do challenge coin. So the, the new red one, in fact, Bob, one of the things that I need to do, and it's going to be happening very, very soon because I have some actual time off from work, um, 
we promised that we were going to send the new variant challenge coin to uh, those who are still patrons of the group and show for who've been here for over a year. Mm -hmm. So Grant, James, Seth, Ash, Thomas, Scott, Chris, Aaron, Matthew, Chris, Steve, Dennis, Josh, and Michael, you're all going to be getting the new version of the coin uh, for being a continued patron of the group for, for over a year. And it's just our way of saying thank you. Yeah. 14 of my favorite people right there. So <laughs> appreciate your support after all this time, your continued support and, uh, and your loyalty, quite frankly, uh, and your comments, because you also provide feedback in the group and on the podcast. And it's always fun to hear from you. Uh, speaking of patrons, we got another call in. Hi, this is Michael C. Johnson. Um, to answer your question, assuming that we mean living creators since Mark Grunewald is no longer with us, I would choose Mark Wade. My primary reason for choosing him outside of the fact that I just love his work is that he is actually a really genuinely nice guy and very generous with, his, with the fans. The meal I would choose for him, with apologies to Bob, is actually prime rib, which is something that my family has done for Christmas in the past. Uh, prime rib with a horseradish sauce on the side and little red potatoes and some other, you know, nice side dishes like that. And with it, a bottle of the wine like that was presented to him at the 2010 Free Comic Book Day. Oh, so the bottle that he's referring to, he actually emailed me a picture of it. And yeah, there was a, a free comic book day. So the store that Mark Wade was going to uh, to do a signing, he uh, they they made a bottle of, you know, well, they labeled a bottle mm -hmm. of, of red wine with uh, with Mark's uh, character on there and, and everything. So I that's think that's a awesome. great idea. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, serve some some prime rib and some Mark Wade wine. Yeah, and who doesn't love a big thing of horseradish on the side? I know I do. I love horseradish. Oh yeah, you a big fan of horseradish? Uh, I I'll I'll put it with with something. Yeah, I don't I don't think I'd eat it by itself. No, no, I, I mean, I, yeah, but I love spicy stuff. Yeah, so yeah, oh totally. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, love horseradish. Oh, and by the way, if you want to hear an amazing interview, which is our most listened to episode of all time, any of our uh, episodes, is the Mark Wade interview. And uh, that's episode 78. Definitely check that out. Uh, great guy. He's a super nice guy. And he ended up staying on a lot longer than he anticipated uh, because he was having a good time. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I think my favorite part of that interview was when he uh, he talked about he gave his reasons on why, why he would never write Captain America again. Right. Yeah. 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 But there's Which still a shed chance. a little tear. Shed a little tear. <laughs> I know. He kept needling. But he was pretty firm, though. So. Yeah. No, I think he said five times enough. And yeah. then he, but it wasn't, it wasn't based on the time. It was based on certain reasons. So fascinating yeah. interview. Okay, Bob. Uh, Last year I did this and you were like, ooh, ooh, I want to I want to see the metrics. Yeah, uh, right? Because uh, uh, that's a little behind the scenes that uh, I, I have access to. Uh, so 
just a couple of metrics. So on the Facebook group, uh, we did reach over 5,000 members, which is very cool. It's a nice milestone. Um, and so the the cool thing to me is out, out of the 5,200 plus members, over half of them are active in the group. That's that's like impressive. That is impressive. You know, the people aren't just passively, you know, absorbing content, but they're, you know, they're, they're participating to some extent. Yeah. They're posting, they're, they're liking, they're commenting, they're sharing. Um, so thank you. Thank you very much to, to all of those who, who are in our Facebook group um, and who are keeping it. A, 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 I, I don't know if anybody noticed, I stopped doing the, um, the daily, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, what do I call them? Um, yeah, whatever. I, I, twice a day I would put like, you know, in this month, 24 years ago, you know, this month, 23 years ago. Um, and I, I did those going, you know, I, I, but I did that in the beginning just to have, you know, some, some conversation starters. Right. Uh, I I don't have to do that anymore. Uh, well, I haven't, I haven't had to do it for quite some time, but you know, old habits die hard. And, and then one day I was like, why am I still doing this? It yeah. takes so much of my time. Um, so yeah. Yeah. I mean, thanks to, thanks to you guys. Thanks to you listeners who are on the Facebook page. Uh, it is an oasis away from the rest of social media where you can just go and, you know, have a nice little trip down memory lane and with, with like-minded positive people. Yeah. And you know, it's, I, you know, I encourage folks, I, I don't know if anybody does this, um, you know, some groups I've been in, it's not that, it's not that fun, but like in our group, if you, if you go back and look at older posts, you know, you go back a year, go back two years. Um, there's a lot of great stuff in there. A lot mm-hmm. of like great pictures, a lot of great art, a lot of great, you know, um, uh, posts that people have written stuff, you know, done some research or written stuff there. I mean, there's a lot of fun material to just go back and read. Um, so, you know, if it's a slow day, you want to, you know, spend a little time learning about cap, take the time to do that. Cause mm-hmm. folks, a lot of folks have posted a lot of great stuff uh, and, and it's there for you to, to benefit from. Yeah. We had, we had just this, this year alone, which is, you know, not even the full 12 months. Uh, we had over 2,500 new posts in the Facebook group. That's, that's amazing. That is amazing. Um, here on the podcast, uh, just like the year before we have you, Bob, you and I have put out some serious content. We put out over 4,000 minutes of new material this year. That's, and that's like a third of what we've actually recorded. That's true. Yeah, because because of all the editing that I do. Time you're done editing. Yeah. 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 Holy yeah. cow. And yeah. So and and you know, like I said before, I think uh, you know, twenty seven hundred of them were really good. <laughs> uh, we did see a because you know we you get that Spotify you know uh, end of the year recap. So I I got some really cool. Uh, numbers from that we did see a 35 percent increase in followers on spotify this year and 71 percent of our listeners on spotify discovered us this year wow yeah that's cool and i thought uh also what i thought it was cool was we made the top 10 podcast on spotify no, keep that in mind it is on spotify the top 10 podcast on spotify for 124 listeners we made top five for 87 listeners 
And we were the number one podcast on Spotify for 33 people, which I just think so, so cool. I, 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 I find that so surreal that 33 people are like, yep, they got a, here's your number one podcast that you listen to this year. That's, that's awesome. We're not even a true murder, you know, podcast. I know. And we're, and you're killing it. We're just, well, well, a little, little pun there, Bob. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it just goes to show that, that fun, positive things have a place in, in, in society as well. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. And then uh, last year, I, I told you we we were listened into eighty seven different countries. This year, we are well over a hundred, like an additional twenty five new countries listened to this year. Wow! Tell me, tell me, Liechtenstein is one of them. I've been really, yeah. I've been shooting for Liechtenstein. We we had Liechtenstein last year, did we? Yeah, you know what it was. I meant to look this up. You you were disappointed. We weren't in North. We were in South Korea last year, but we weren't in North Korea, <laughs> and you were pretty disappointed. I was, yeah, yeah. Hold on, come on, Kim Jong. <laughs> I'm gonna look this up. Hold on. I love that movie. Um, the interview. I didn't see it. I saw like uh, <laughs> I, Park. I, I know the the plot of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's yeah. It's got some foul language, but it's just the concept I find hilarious. But I could see that Kim Jong-un listening to our podcast. Yeah? Yeah. Well, I got news for you, Bob. Yeah. We we show up here. So number 45 on our list is South Korea. Yeah. So that means it's the 45th most listened to country, yeah. uh, South Korea. And then number 64 just says Korea. Huh, interesting. So there's yeah. South Korea and then there's Korea. Hmm. Well, for our Korean listeners, South Korea and Korea, come say hamnida. What he said. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Is that how you say thank you? Yes. Korean? Yeah. Best yeah. I can say it in Korean anyway. See how intuitive I am? <laughs> I just totally picked up on that. You did. You're amazing. I, I try. Yeah. Um. Our top 10 countries in order of uh, listen. So obviously United States is number one, Canada and UK, number two and three. That's, I think, the same as last year. Then we go to Portugal. Then we go to Australia. And then Germany. I just want to say I'm sorry, Germany, to uh, for any references to, uh, you know, the stories that we cover and your uh, German accents. Yeah. Oh, that's true. I yeah. do do a lot of German <laughs> accents. Don't I, I should also be apologizing to the United kingdom, but, uh, and then the last four in the top 10 are Brazil, Greece, France, and Spain. Huh? Yeah. All right. So, you know, it's definitely some, 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 some Western European countries represented. I am surprised Portugal, small country, um, up yeah, it's number top, four, up in the top four. So, uh, yeah, that's, you know, whenever though. you say top four, mm -hmm. you might as well just say number four. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. All right, Bob. So we do have, uh, uh, another, uh, patron of the show who has reached out to us to, to, uh, answer our question of 
what Captain America creator would you have over for the holidays? And uh, this one uh, was actually sent an email, so I'll just go ahead and read it. It's from Brent Beisel, and Brent writes, Congrats on the third anniversary. Thank you and Bob for all you do for the show and the Facebook group. I really appreciate that you've created a place for all of us Cap fans to share our common interest and celebrate our favorite fictional character, although I'm not sure yet if mine is Captain America or Steve Rogers. There are so many Cap creators that I'd love to have over for the holidays. I would love to pick the brain of Lee or Kirby and learn about the decision to bring Cap back in the early 60s, or Ed Brubaker so I could ask about his different take on Cap, like the spy versus soldier angle, showing an angry, more emotional Cap, and, and of course the decision to kill Cap. But the choice I'm going with is Rick Remender. Like you guys, I didn't appreciate Rick's run on Cap when I first read it. I loved Brubaker's run, and seeing what Rick and J.R.J.R., which is John Remender Jr., did was a bit of a shock to the system. But through rereading that run, I've come to appreciate so much of that run. Rick promised to change the status quo for Cap, and he did. I don't think the man further out of time idea held up, but instead, he changed Cap forever by introducing Ian. It gave all fans a chance to see Cap like never before. When it comes to Ian, Cap is prone to act on emotion rather than logic and reason, and it makes Cap a completely different character. This theme reoccurs in the recent Cold War storyline to the point that Sam needs to talk sense into Cap. I'd love to have a long discussion with Rick Remender about his decision to make Cap a father and how that echoes real life. I could certainly say being a father changed me, and I'm sure others would say the same. I'd also love to ask Rick about the choice to hand the Cap title over to Sam, fulfilling the promise that was hinted at throughout Cap's history. If Rick came to dinner, I'd serve honey-baked Sam ham, nomad, sh nomad shed potatoes, jet black beans, and mind bubble tea. All clearly intended puns that are nods to volume seven. On a side note, do you think Sam Wilson eats turkey or chicken or any other type of bird? That would seem to be messed up given his mind link to birds. Thanks again for all you do. Brent Beisel. Oh, man, that was awesome. Yeah. Well written. Just just fabulous. Thanks, Brent. Yeah, so cool. You picked Rick Remender. Uh, you know, just like, yeah, I mean, uh, and I'm really glad that us going through the, the that you know volume seven that we've done i mean we we did the we did the nuke story first uh a while's back and then we did you know obviously this this year we did uh issues one through ten of uh escape to or escape from dimension z um yeah i i love all his points and obviously i've talked about for me personally how much it meant to to me when he was introduced as as being a father figure to Ian because uh, my son was the same age as Ian at the time. And, and so it really hit home with me and how I could relate to him. So I, I'm all agreed with you a hundred percent love, love your choice. And uh, I love your um, pun, uh, pun filled uh, uh, food choices. Yes, indeed, indeed. Uh, that I think that wins so far anyway. Uh, award of the night for I, 
I I'd give I'd give him a medal just for the just for the email. Well, we are giving out Bob. Uh, well, I should say I am giving out uh, uh, some Captain America comics from my my personal collection. Uh, I I put that out there as a as a little bit of a uh, you know mm-hmm. an incentive for people to to send Ooh. in their their messages. So yeah. Um. So right now, uh, Brent's got your choice, huh? Yeah, I think that's pretty good. So I guess he's getting your Avengers four. So well done, Brent. <laughs> Whoa! Hey now, <laughs> hey now. Uh, I don't think so. Fine print, damn it. All right, Bob. Should we get to exchanging gifts? Sure, Rick. That sounds like a great idea. Okay. So, Bob, did you get yours yet in the mail? I, I didn't, Rick. I didn't. I did. Uh, I didn't get anything. So. Uh, we got a lot of porch pirates around here, though. So, who knows? <laughs> well, maybe because Bob, I didn't mail you something. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, do you ever hear of something called cameo? I have heard of cameo. Yeah. Have you now? Yeah. Uh, well, I uh, I decided for for Christmas this year to get you a cameo from somebody. My goodness, George Santos? <laughs> no, not quite. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put the link in the chat right here, and then uh, you let me know when you get it. Red Brown. Oh my goodness, that's amazing, Rick. Hi, Bob. Rick asked me to wish you a Merry Christmas and to say that you're a great co-host on your podcast. Thank you for being a 25-year Marine. That's fantastic. That's makes me feel like you're a hero. God bless you guys. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And all the best with your all the things that you're doing. Bye-bye. Merry Christmas. That's that's phenomenal. Thank you. Thank you. Very cool. Very you, cool. You're welcome. And, and so uh, use that link. Uh, you can download it. You can share it. You can do whatever you want with it. Uh, you know, put it on your Facebook page or. Uh, but uh, for those who don't know who Reb Brown is, Bob, do you want to you want to maybe uh, let let those listeners know? Yeah, well, of course, he's, he, you know, he's, he famously starred as Captain America back. Was it that was it the early 80s, Rick? I, I think it was 79. Was it 79? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yes. So he, he, obviously he, he started obviously in, in that, but you know, he's near and dear to my heart for a different uh, reason than you might expect, Rick. Uh, and that's because he also starred in uncommon valor. Yes, he did. In 1983. Was that, he's the blaster. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. He, he had the hand grenades and uh, you know, and laid the charges on the bridge and you know, phenomenal character but that movie had a profound impact on me as as a young man in high school you know and and, and i eventually went off to military college and went in the marines and i was very impressionable very uh idealistic back in the 1980s and this was one of those movies that i watched over and over and over again and i just i adored reb's character so it means a lot to me to, to to get that thank you very much you are absolutely welcome. I hope you enjoy it. Yeah. All right, my turn. I did get something in the mail. You did? And uh, I'm going to I'm gonna be, I'm too honest for my own good, Bob. I already yeah. opened it. Of course you did, because I didn't tell you that it was coming. No, you didn't tell me. And, <laughs> and, on, and on top of that, 
Um, it says from, and it's from, it has a name and address and not a company. Right. And yeah. the name is Nanny, N-A-N-I, last name where, W-E-A-R, <laughs> Nanny where. Yeah, right. I don't know what the hell that means. I go um, by that. I go by that. Uh, that's like my, 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 my weekend name. So anyway, no, is, yeah. is, wait, wait a minute. Is it, is this how, is is that your, how you get like stuff shipped somewhere so that your <laughs> wife doesn't know? <laughs> well, no, it's not for me, honey. It's from anywhere. It's, it's anywhere. It must be, must be one of our neighbors. I'll just yeah. walk around and see who it belongs to <laughs> back of the car. Yeah. So yeah, I did. I did open it like All last right. week. Yeah. And I, I was like, oh, who? I'm like, because I thought I ordered something, and it was like for my wife or kids, you know, for mm -hmm. holidays. Sure. So anyway, it's okay. but I, I could pretend to be surprised by. Dude, yeah, but just pretend. Yeah. Okay. Nobody's watching. All right. Here we go. Wow, it was such a hard package to open. Oh, oh it really is. The tape's on there really, really tight. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Oh, you got it open. Good. Oh, thank goodness. Oh, hold on. Now, oh, here's a piece of paper in here, Bob. Yeah. And it says, a note from your gift giver. Huh. Happy holidays from the entire Project Rebirth team. What? Yeah, they're good guys. What? Yeah, good, Hold good, on. Good what do we got in here? It. It's a flask. A flask, you say? It is a flask. Because um, apparently I'm a booze hound. Uh <laughs> But no, it's not just any flask, Bob. This is this is a really nice large flask. But Bob, it says on here, Doctor Abraham Erskine's Super Soldier Serum, enhanced with Vita Rays, Batch 006-V2, property of Operation Rebirth. Well, uh, apparently, yeah, uh, with with this right dose here, yeah. Uh, I'm, you, you may be, you may be not saying, yeah, you, I may not be around for next episode. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, Rick. I, I often see you out and about, right? You're either at the football game, you're tailgating, mm -hmm. you know, you're out, but it just looks so darn cold up there. It is cold. It right. Is cold, and I, yeah. and I worry about you. And so I think, you know, it's medicinal only, you know, <laughs> this is not for enjoyment. It's medicinal purposes only. You need to have a little, a little something, something to keep you warm on the inside when winter comes and you're at the, those Eagle tailgating events and you know, that fits right in your pocket. So. Oh, yeah. thank It was very thoughtful. Thank you very much, Nanny. Uh, <laughs> it was, uh, <laughs> I, a part of me is like, should I be like Bob and just keep it in the box? Keep it in the box. Right. right. Don't ask me, don't ask me, you know, for advice on that one. All right. Thank you. Very, very thoughtful. Yeah. Oh, you know what? We have another call in Bob and, uh, they have somebody that they want to have over for the holidays. Rick and Bob, this is uh, Aaron Paul, Sam Wilson's biggest fan. Um, for the holidays, the creator, the cap creator that I would invite over is Nick Spencer. And I would serve him some very strong Jamaican rum punch because I, I feel cheated. I think there were some other stories and some more that was supposed to happen during his run with Cap. And with Sam, I think there's more meat left on the bone for that story. And uh, I hope it gets revisited. So uh, I would invite him over and try to get the truth. Dream World, I put him 
and Mr. Grunewald in the room together and see what Grooney would like about Nick's run and what Nick pulled from Grunewald's run. But that's all I got. Peace and love, everybody. Keep keep slinging. Peace. All right. right. Thank you. Thank you, Aaron. I love that. You know, I don't think Nick Spencer gets enough love and he gets too much hate. And, you know, I, I loved his run. Um, um, his time on cap, what he did with, with, uh, with Sam, uh, the whole, whole Hydra cap thing. I think it had a reason for that. I think mm-hmm. it was a bold, a narrative attempt. And I, and I give Nick lots of credit for, for, you know, for making that attempt, you know, you never, what's, what do I want to say? You, you don't, you don't, Score a touchdown if you don't. I don't know, Rick. I don't. But what I'm saying is, if you don't hit the puck, yeah. If you don't hit the puck, you're never going to get a basket. So yeah, Aaron, I'm with you, buddy. And I think that would be an amazing conversation to have over some uh, some rum punch. Jamaican rum punch. Jamaican, and I would love to be in the room for that conversation. So if you got an extra seat at the table, please invite me. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Well, well, well done, Aaron. Uh, love your choice. And there's quite the selection here. Uh, it really today uh, of all these different people who have who've called in or, or written in. And, you know, if you think about it, um, I, I'm just looking at the list with the exception of Mark Wade. None of these people we've had on the show. Now, now it's not for lack of trying. Right. Uh, but we haven't had them show, which tells me, you know what that tells me, Bob? It tells me that uh, they didn't pick the ones that we've had on the show because we did such an excellent job talking with them and interviewing yeah. them. And, and they, they, they were like, you know what? I've got everything I need to know from those conversations. Uh, let me pull somebody else. That, right. that, that's what I'm, t- I'm taking from. This I like show. that. I'm going to, I'm going to, yeah, I, I'm going to run with that one too. Absolutely. I think that's great. Uh, I think that makes a lot of sense. I think we got to like double down, try to get Nick on the show. And I, I love as much as I'm a vegan, I love the, the, there was more meat on the bone metaphor there. And it would be great to, to see what that was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, listen to the, some of these, uh, John Byrne, Ed Brubaker, Steve Epting, Mike Zach, Rick Remender, Nick Spencer. These are all the living ones. We'd love to have every one of them, every one of them on the show. So now it's our turn, Bob. Uh, we've got to come up with who we're going to bring over. Uh, and, and we, I, I'm challenging myself to not pick something that the others have done. Uh, but don't let that stop you, Bob. Who, who, who are you, uh, who are you inviting over? I I'm going to invite Paulo Rivera. Oh, very yeah. cool. Uh, and, you uh, totally just took away my whole theme that we, we had <laughs> done such an excellent job. Uh, cause we had Paolo on the show. We did. And we did an excellent job with Paolo, but it was also a very meaningful and moving experience for me to, to have a conversation with you and, and Paolo about his time on uh, Captain America mythos, that one shot. Uh, and I know you own several pages from, from, mm-hmm. uh, from that issue. And it was a great conversation. Uh, and I think it's one of the, well, I'm not going to say it's the only one, but it's certainly the one where I teared up the most because I felt it was an emotionally mm. powerful conversation. Mm-hmm. And I felt really, uh, one, moved by the conversation, but also really fascinated by his research methods to prepare for his art. Um, yeah. The reading, yeah, 
the just visiting museums. I mean, he was very well studied in 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 uh, in prepping himself for Captain America mythos. And I would love to just continue that conversation. I just found that he was just really uh, easy to talk to, just a, just a kind and interesting person. Uh, and and I'd love to have him over. So I think I would probably serve up Rick, my famous mushroom Wellington, mm. with some candied carrots, maybe maybe a little asparagus. A little bit of uh, of rice pilaf as a side dish, and then I thought I'm going to have a little bit of a calvados. You ever had calvados, Rick? I've never heard of a calvados. All right. Well, it's a particular kind of brandy made traditionally from apples, sometimes from pears, and it comes from a particular part of of France, Normandy. So it's the traditional brandy. Oh, of I Normandy. see where you're going with here. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because a big part of that mythos, a lot of those great uh, painted panels that he did were on the beaches of Normandy. And so a uh, little Calvados. Here's an interesting fact, Rick, you probably didn't know, but during World War II, uh, during World War One, actually, Calvados was requisitioned by the French military to make explosives. That's interesting. Some, that's I, some powerful alcohol. It definitely powerful. <laughs> some would say it has a kick. Yeah. Oh, nicely done. So yeah. I think a little bit of, you know, nice fine meal, but there's, there's a tradition in Normandy uh, and it's called the Norman hole. It's not what you think, Rick. <laughs> okay, uh, thanks for clearing them. It's basically, you have, you have a little drink of this Calvados between each course of the meal. It's called for refreshing the appetite. And then you can, and then you can close the meal with the coupe Norman, which is a, a dessert ice cream, with Calvados poured on top of it. So you're pretty soused by the time that you're done. And that always leads to pretty amazing conversation. So that's where I'm going with uh, with my holiday holiday meal. I love it. I love it. And, and if anybody uh, wants to hear the conversation we had with Paolo Rivera, uh, check out episode 104. It really, really was uh, a great conversation. And then, heck, check out episode 103 right before that, where we actually go through Mythos Captain America panel by panel uh, to give you a, a better appreciation for for the conversation with Paolo. All right, Rick. So who are you having over for dinner? Well, I I, I struggled with this, right? Because I, I, I was like, well, I'm going to have um, Mike Zek over. And then, you know, like, like Jerry Seinfeld with the Newman. I got Alberto swiped me again. Um, then I, I thought, well, heck yeah, I would love to have John Byrne. And then two people picked John Byrne. Uh, and then I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, Ed Brubaker would be great. No, no. Uh, Jack Kirby, no, no. So I, I'm i going to have to go with Stan Lee. Uh, I just okay. think... I think it'd be fantastic to have him over the house uh, in, a, in a nice casual atmosphere because he's, he's a storyteller. Yeah. And, and, and he, I, I'm sure you just, you just wind him up a little bit and he'll just probably go to town and, and tell you all these different stories. Now say what you want, you know, uh, if, if any of them are exaggerated or whatever, but, but maybe, maybe we're looking at the, you know, I don't know. The, the mid to late eighties, Stanley, you know, in, mm -hmm. in the 19 mid to eighties, you know, yeah. um, and, uh, you know, uh, so he's, his memory is a little bit more crisp yeah. of, of yeah. what happened. Cause I'd love to know 
what in the world? Where where'd you come up? You and Jack came up with the idea of bringing Steve Rogers out of the ice, or, or no? I'm sorry, just bringing him back and then coming up with this idea that you know he yeah, he'd yeah. been frozen all this time and. Um, yeah, you know, I don't know. He, I think he would be a fascinating, uh, guest, uh, over. And as far, I, I, I tell you, I am impressed by the amount of thought that you put into your meal uh-huh. and, and everything. Uh, because all I can think of was, I'm just going to give him whatever his favorite adult beverage is, and I'm just going to get him <laughs> liquored up. <laughs> so I get a little truth serum in him. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. So it's like a date. <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> sounds like a lot of fun rick i think that would be a great conversation and you you've got you know sort of the depth of knowledge that you could really pull some i think some real gems out of stan so yeah it, i mean he he would just be fascinating um all right so l- let's get to just looking back on the 2023 bucket list bob so a year ago we said here's here's some things that we want to do in 2023. And then we were like, okay. And actually a lot of them were your ideas. <laughs> uh, I'm looking at these now and I'm like, oh yeah, those, uh, those, those are some ones I came up with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and frankly, the first four were actually on the 2022 bucket list as well. Yeah. <laughs> you don't say. Uh, I don't say. Yeah. So um, here's, here's the 2023 bucket list. We had Medusa Effect. Right, that was yeah. the Roy Thomas uh, yeah. one shot. You you really wanted to to talk about, and Love I think I I think I said last year I said, uh, we'll we could do it. I just I I want to wait until we have Roy Thomas on before we do it. And right, then, and so now I don't have that excuse. <laughs> uh, the Patriot miniseries, mm, good stuff. Um, you said you wanted to get to two Golden Age stories. Now. I seem to recall we did a golden age story. Wasn't there a story where Captain America uh, and Bucky were, where there was a, there was a bomb behind the clock. That was right? a 19th. Yeah. We did a 1950s uh, comedy smasher story. Oh, yeah. well then that would, that would not have been golden age then. Well, it's considered golden age. Yeah. Mm. 40s and 50s considered golden age up mm. to that point anyway. Yeah. Uh, 50s. A lot Unless of you... people consider silver age. Well, not uh, not not these caps. I mean, a lot of folks have called it the what do they call it? The Rocket Age or something, isn't that uh, this? But but mm-hmm. anyway, these are generally considered uh, Golden Age books. Oh, so, so can we check it off then? We could check. You could check that one off. I'd be okay right. with that. All right, check. All right. Um, the next one also from 2022 is What If 44. Why didn't we get to What If 44? I, I don't know. What is What If? I can't remember off the top of my head. That's Which... that's what the, I think, What If uh, Captain America had been revived today? Oh, yeah. That's what the okay, speech. Yeah. yeah, that's a great. We got to get one. to that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We got to put that on the 20. It routinely gets posted in the group, you know. Yeah. Love that cover and, and love the story. So. Yeah, we we did this past year. I, I think right before we had Roy Thomas on, we did the... Uh, the other what if, um, the one that he did, which was like four or something. Yeah, I think it, yeah, it was, it was, it was number four mm-hmm. from 1977. So we, we did that. What if we, we did what if four, just not 44. So we got to get to that. Um, also, uh, what we last year we said we we're going to do March Madness again, and we did. Okay. So we could check that one. All right. And we'll do it again this year. Got to figure out which one we're going to do, though, right? Because we have, um, we did uh, favorite 
artist. Then we did favorite cover. Last year we did favorite writer. So you got to figure out a, a a new one. You know, maybe we go back and we do artist, but it's reseeded mm-hmm. based on how how it did last time because I got a little gruff for that. Yeah, I got a little guff. I got a little guff. Yeah, you got a little guff. That's what I'm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll figure that out. Okay. Um, theater of War. Some good one, good good one shot stories in Theater of War. Um, Dead yeah. Men Running. Yeah. Interesting story, painful story. Uh, what is it? Three issues, I think. Dead men running. Yeah, um, never read it. Yeah. Uh, annuals. You wanted to touch on some annuals. Yeah, there's uh, some good annuals. Yeah, we could we could figure one out. Yeah, we'll I, add I that really, to twenty four list. The one from uh, the Coats Run. That annual. What was that volume eight or something? Volume eight. I can't remember. It now. was volume ten. Was it volume ten? Yeah. Yeah. So that they only had. I, I think they had two annuals. Um, Anyway, annual number one. Great story. Great story. Great art. Um, I think it'd be great to do. Okay. Uh, we did talk about doing a top 10 cap speeches, uh, top 10 speeches by Captain America. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that would require a little effort on your part, Bob. So, yeah. That's so a lot you, of you tell me when you want to get to that. Yeah. It's a lot of speeches. It is a lot of speeches. So. We could always ask the, the, the Facebook group too, you yeah. know, put it out there like, you know, yeah. which which are some of your favorites? Yeah, we could do that one. Um, right. Yeah, we could take that one on. Uh, we talked about doing community theater, and I'm going to put this on the 24 list. We do definitely want to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would require a lot of time and, and preparation and planning. Uh, it is something that I, I think, I, you know, I, I definitely want to do. I know that I know there's there's interest in doing that. Yeah, yeah. There's and then you said you said you wanted to do a deep dive on Jeff Mace. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. Okay, I'd be willing to take that on. All right. Yeah, let's sign you up. Go all the way back to his first appearance and uh, take him forward to his uh, his passing. Yeah. Uh, all right. So in 2024, we uh, we want to announce the Long Tail Story winner. So this past year, uh, we did the uh escape from dimension z the year before we did the the captain the mark grunewald story and so these are long stories that uh we can't get done in like one or two episodes so um this uh we put it up there to a vote uh on facebook and in a poll and the winner by far was 1990s streets of poison so uh, I think it's a six-parter. So we're gonna we're gonna kick that off. It's gonna be the second Wednesday of every month. We'll do that for the first six months, and then we'll do a different one. Yeah, we can fit two in this year at that rate. Yeah. So uh, also in 2024, uh, what we got coming up in, next month, Bob, is you and I, who have never met. In person not, before. Not in person, yeah. Uh, we are going to meet in person at the Original Art Expo. So in, exciting. In Orlando, Florida. Yeah. All right. So that brings me, Bob, to my top five Bob Lucius list. I'm going okay. to I'm gonna have to add some music to this one. Oh, all right. All right. All right. So it's the top five slight concerns about original art expo with bob so these are my my 
top five slight concerns about meeting Bob at the original Art Expo. All right, you ready? I'm ready. All right, number five. Uh, the number five slight concern about meeting Bob at the Expo is that you're going to get your dates wrong like the reception you got dressed up for. Could happen. Yeah, that's a legitimate concern. All right. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to give a high recap on that because that was yeah. like in October right yeah that was a really important event I had to go to I paid like I paid like $1,200 to get an ad in this uh this you know high socialite magazine down here Naples is a very wealthy area Gulf Shore business got an ad for the nonprofit that I work for it came with two tickets to uh this fancy dancy reception where all these uh high-end philanthropists were going to be there it was a great chance for me to go and meet them and tell the story and so I was super excited put it on my calendar got all dressed up my wife couldn't make it because she had a meeting that night so I was going by myself showed up at the restaurant walked in waited in my car for 30 minutes because I always get 30 minutes early so I'm never late <laughs> never <laughs> Man, late never late I never late rather be uh you know an hour early than a minute late sort of guy show up walk in walk up to the front desk and say, I'm, I'm here for the uh, Gulf Shore business event, philanthropy event. And he said, oh, well, you are 24 hours late <laughs> because it was the previous evening and uh -huh. I missed it completely by putting the, uh, on the wrong day on my calendar. So hence uh, that yeah. made number five on my list. Yeah. All right. Number four uh, of my slight concerns about meeting Bob at the expo. Uh, that you snore as loud as my wife. Ah, interesting. I'm, I'm concerned if that is the case. Interesting, interesting. I haven't been told that I snore frequently. Like on occasion, I do get an elbow, uh, mm -hmm. but because uh, my wife is an extremely light uh, sleeper. Okay. So I do think that if I was uh, a snore, I would have heard about it by now. From okay. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Because we, we are sharing a room. Yeah. Uh, so, so that's. Uh, as long as you don't hog the, the covers, we're good. <laughs> well, maybe that's another <laughs> number. Uh, so the number three con slight concern I have about meeting Bob at the expo is uh, that you might go too heavy on the Dracor Noir. <laughs> Yeah, well, that is a legitimate concern as well because I do like to smell sexy. So, uh, <laughs> well, I, I don't got, get out very much. So, uh, I got news for you, Bob. Uh, no, just don't, <laughs> don't do it. I have, uh, I have like, I've been accused of having like a bloodhound's nose, uh, and uh -huh. perfumes and and colognes and scents like that will like instantly give me a headache. Okay. Uh, so, so well, legitimate concern know. about your right. uh, Dracor yeah. Noir. Well, I actually I don't use cologne, Rick. Never have. Okay. Uh, but real, well, I shouldn't say never have. Haven't since I left high school. Don't use any cologne whatsoever, and uh, and my deodorant is uh, unscented as well. So we got that. Hey, me too. But, but legitimate concern about uh, you know any convention. I haven't been to a convention in, in a very long time, but I do read that there are issues with people with body deodorant at conventions. So. A little bit, little, you know, I want to, I'll put on an extra dose of my unscented uh, deodorant just to protect other folks. Appreciate that. All right, number two slight concern about meeting Bob at the expo, uh, that you may not understand the purpose of a robe. 
Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I like to call it a kimono. Is that what okay. we're talking about? Because I have my silk dragon kimono that I'll be wearing. So. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's, yeah. And it is. I mean, it does come at least up to my mid-thigh. Excellent. So, or I should say down to my mid-thigh. So. Yeah. But yeah. All right. As long as, as I don't uh, drop anything. Yeah, I, your sounds is not okay. All right. And now my my number one slight concern about meeting Bob at, at the expo is that you, I'm concerned that you can't fall asleep unless you spoon. <laughs> well, tell me, tell me yeah. that's not the case, Bob. It's, it looks, spooning is the least of your concerns, Rick. It's when I need to fork, that's a problem. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh all right. Well, there, there you go. That was my top five <laughs> list for Bob. Uh, one last thing. Actually, two last things, because we do have somebody, one last call in, and it, and, and, and it may be that villain that I mentioned. Ooh. But um, I did want to talk about a new type of episode um, that we're, we're going to try out this year, because we talked about this before. We've had yeah. some of our listeners have said, you know what, guys? I don't need to hear you act out the comic, yeah. right? Let's just talk about the comic. All right. We heard you loud and clear. Uh, we tried to do that before. It's a little extra work, to be mm. honest, uh, to, to do that. But there are some things, some stories that, um, you know, maybe it's like uh, the Patriot miniseries or something like that. Yeah. You know or what I mean? Dead Men Running. Sure. Yeah. You know, where yeah. we just take the story and we call it. And so- as I like to do with all of the themes, Bob, I, I like to tie it back. So we're going to call this a recap. Nice. I like right? It. Yeah. And then we're going to specify that. So we're going to call them recaps. So that way, those who don't like when we act out uh, yeah, the stuff. Long that, format. Yeah. Right. That they can go, oh, I'll listen to this one. No, I think that's a great idea. And uh, there's, that, it gives us a lot more flexibility, I think. Uh, again, for some of those longer stories uh, that we don't really want to do a multi-episode uh, you know, program. Um, but also it's an opportunity to, to do a couple shorter ones. Um, mm -hmm. you know? So a lot of times there's, the stories are disconnected. Uh, in time, but they're related in some way. You know, one might be from the 60s, but it might be one from the late 70s or early 80s, and they're connected in a way. And it's a chance for us to to talk about both of them uh, in this format. Yep. All right. So that'll be something we'll try to try to do in in 2024. Ari, uh, Bob, I I know I've been teasing this. Uh, we do have another call. This is this is the last one for the show. Are you ready? I'm so ready. All right. Could it be that this silly podcast has reached its third anniversary? No, may we? So, congratulations, Bob, and your fuzzy headed sidekick on this great accomplishment. As for creators, unfortunately, the Jack Kirby and Stan Lee, they are no longer with us. So, Batrock would like to extend the invitation to Bob to join him for the holidays. We will have the French baguette, the French fries, and of course the omelette. But never fear, mon ami, Batrock will only use the egg substitute. 
Now watch as Batroc leaps away in his festive holiday attire. Leap! Leap! Flip! Uh, oh, uh, come on. I look forward to our, our visits every year. Oh, you know what? Uh, <laughs> all right. So what, I'm just their fuzzy headed sidekick. <laughs> what, why is he so mean to me? I don't. I, I, every time he calls in. It's he, the French, you know. They've got, a, they've got a, a chip of cheese on their shoulder. So, uh, apparently. Yeah. Uh, but no, that, that was, uh, that was a friend of the show, John Waller Sewell. Thanks for calling in, John. Always enjoy Always. Uh, your uh, Batroc uh, <laughs> impersonation. So, um, all right, Bob, I already mentioned next episode, uh, come back to, to do Thunderbolts number one. And it, it is a really um explosive first issue so lots going on with some of our favorite characters uh from the caps america sentinel liberty series and then it will get you ready for our conversation the next episode with jackson lansing and colin kelly any any final words uh for our third year third year anniversary show Man, it's it just keeps getting better and better, Rick. Thank you for the laughs and uh, the friendship and the fun and uh, for the journey. So I'm looking forward to the coming year. Absolutely. Uh, and as always, Bob, it has been fun wrapping cap with you. All right. He's Bob Lucius. I'm Rick Verbonis. And you have been listening to another episode of the Captain America comic book fans podcast. We're doing Thunderbolts number one. Mm -hmm. And awesome. we're doing that next Tuesday. Yeah. Excited about that one. Good read. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Maybe maybe you could do uh the voice of Contessa. Ooh, I'll have to start practicing. I'm not sure where where is she from anyway. Her backstory is a little squirrely. Um, I gotta I gotta I can't, I can't remember. I have to look it up. Yeah, yeah. Right. She practiced that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>